What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today on our new episode of Slice of Life, Slice of Life, Slice of TV, <laughs> we are talking about Dexter New Blood, episode four, H is for Hero. Joining me once again is the amazing Angela from DNA Gaming. We always got to applaud you. You're here every week, but we still got to... You're still getting that intro every time. Uh, I am Brett Parker. I didn't even introduce myself. Yay for that. <laughs> no one cares. But yes, today we are talking about episode four of Dexter New Blood. H is for hero. The beginning of every episode, uh, what we do is we do non-spoilers, which is really hard for us because we just want to talk about the spoilers. But we try to get our, our uh, opinions on the episode without spoiling anything. And then we jump into full spoilers but you'll be warned before we get there. So, start off, Angela. What did you think of episode four? Boy, oh boy. Was this the episode that I have been waiting for? Right? Ugh. <laughs> More of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. More of what I thought was going to happen. Okay. More of, um... Oh, shit, where is this going? Right. It just uh, it brings you in, man. And at the end, you're just like, you're going to end there. I got to wait a whole yeah. other week to see what's coming right? up. Right. Unbelievable. At the end, I, I kept I kept tapping. I was watching on my phone and I kept tapping. I was like, oh, shit. There's like two minutes left. No, they cannot leave me here. Right. Like they're giving <laughs> you all this information and you're like, like, I just remember watching it. Like I watched it today and I just remember watching it and then it just ended. I was like. No way. Damn it. A whole week. A whole week. But what an episode it was. I, I, I praise the acting in this in the show is superb. I don't think there's really any character who is like, eh, I'm not really a fan of that. Not really a fan of him. All the characters are fun in their own ways. Even the quirky ones. Um, like we even got like Fred Jr.'s in the episode for like five seconds, but even his little his little appearance is always like a bright spot because he's a, he's a quirky character. Um, I do have to praise uh, Jack Alka who plays Harrison because boy, this this kid can act and he is doing a great job at it. Um, Michael C. Hall always always a pleasure as Dexter, and to be able to see kind of the old Dexter come out not like serial killer dexter but the crime investigation like the blood splatter analyst dexter god it was great and always uh when dexter and deb are on the screen together it's always amazing and this was probably one of my favorite interactions um because it wasn't just dead screaming at him or you know giving him shit it was more well she does give him shit in this episode but it's I like how it all turns like it's she's giving him shit, but then it's like, oh, no. Maybe I'm wrong. But overall, this episode's great. We get some callbacks to the original series, which is always a, a great thing. And the uh, Jamie Chung, uh, Molly Park, the podcaster, I kind of like her character. I kind of intrigued to see how her the relationship between her and Angela go into the rest of the season. Um, and of course, 
uh, why am I blanking on his, I blank on his name every week. Clancy Brown's character, Kurt, uh, you find out some stuff about him that we were questioning last week in episode three. And now it's a kind of a clear. Yep. <laughs> at least that's what they try to play at. Overall, great episode. Loving this. Loving the show. Loving this return. And I can't wait for more. All right. <laughs> Listen, it's not a lot of non-spoilers because we just want to talk about the spoilers. So if you haven't seen episode four of Dexter New Blood, make sure to to log off this uh this video. Go watch it and then come back and listen to us completely spoil the shit out of this episode. All right. All right. So full spoilers starts now. Angela, give me your give me your thoughts with spoilers on like what what were the things that you liked um, that you were like everything you said in the non spoilers. I want to know what they were. Um, the whole thing with Harrison, like right. he's more turning into Dexter now. I like, know. like uh. I know <laughs> it's so good, <laughs> and the way that he that. Um, he is able to have those split like not really personalities he doesn't have a split personality he's just able to play a different character so when they when they come and see him after you know the you know the stabbing and he's sitting there and he's giving him the story of what happened and then even you know Dexter you know is suspicious of it because he knows he's that was this is the thing about Dexter in the show is like he doesn't want Harrison to be like him, but this is w- what his fear was the entire time. This is why he left. This is why he he you know faked his own death and left Harrison was because he didn't want Harrison to become what he's becoming. And but I also like the fact that this character Harrison's character is not just like a spitting image of Dexter. I feel like he has more compassion. Um, because he knew what this Ethan character was going to do. He knew that inevitably this kid was going to do something really bad and, and Harrison stopped it from happening. But then they have the little ceremony where the cop comes and speaks the coach, whatever, I can't remember his name, but the coach comes, who's also the cop, one of the deputies. He comes and talks to all of the people that were on Ethan's kill list. And, I love how, you know, they all want Harrison to do a speech and Harrison gets up and just completely lays it on to Zach and his and his little gang there. And it's so funny, but it's it just gives me it it just it shows that he is he's got a lot more compassion. Like he really he planned on doing this to Ethan. Of course, Dexter figures that out that Harrison was the one who started the whole thing and then framed Ethan for it. But, but it was more because he knew what was a, what was inevitably going to happen with Ethan, which I thought was great. Um, but, and I just love that he, yeah, he wasn't afraid to even after everything happened to, to stand up for Ethan, even though Ethan's fucked, like this kid's life is, uh, pretty much ruined, but I just loved it. And they just cowered as he was laying it into him fantastic one of the big things for me was finding out about the about kurt and some new stuff about kurt what did you think of the whole 
the whole thing going throughout the episode with him. You'll have to refresh my memory. So, so, so at the end I of have, last week's episode, since I watched, since I watched Dexter, then I watched Ghostbusters, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> unfortunately, is- <laughs> we we are recording this episode of this, and then we are immediately going to be talking about Ghostbusters, uh, 2016, which will be out on Friday. So yeah, a- a- Angela had to take in a lot of stuff today. <laughs> I had I had Ghostbusters like, twenty no, I had Ghostbusters no. twenty sixteen out of the way like four days ago. So I'm like. <laughs> I only had to worry about Dexter today, but um, so Kurt at the end of last week's episode, he uh, is really drunk and he tells Dexter about how, oh, you know, Matt's alive. I FaceTimed him, blah, blah, blah. And of course, Dexter's just, you know, plays it off. But so he continues that charade or charade or however you want to say it of Matt being alive and pretty much going around telling people about it. But... Dexter is Dexter believes and of course Deb is there and they're having like the old school like Deb's in her like old outfit that she wore when she was running she worked she was a detective in Miami she's wearing her outfit and she's trying to connect all the dots and she's linking things around I love how she crosses she like X's out people's faces and then when she goes back to do another one she un X's their faces like it's a an eraser really cool. which is really cool yeah. and so yeah so they so Dexter believes that Kurt is playing it off like Matt's still alive so he can find who's responsible for Matt's disappearance because he I think Kurt knows that Matt's either, you know, held up somewhere against his will or he's dead. And um, we find out he owns a diner, he, which I, it, we didn't know. Um, you, you see, though, when Dexter's getting gas he sees Kurt talking to a young girl in the Steiner, but you think that he was just a patron, but then you find out that he owns the place, (laughs) which is weird. Yeah. And he's, um, one of his employees comes in and tells him about how there's a girl that's like camping out in the diner. And he goes in there and he tells a girl like, you know, I can't keep giving you money, but you, I can give you a job. And I can give you kind of a place to stay for temporary until you can get on your feet. And then you see how far he brings this girl and you're like, okay. And then you see the cabin that he brings her to. And if you recall from the last episode with this other, with the last girl, you're like, oh shit. Yep. Okay. But I also have a feeling that there is going to be, I think my, um, like my theory is, is that there's, it's not just him. Like we did think like there's a possibility it could be that oil bearing guy, but what if they're working together? It's just a theory. It might not even be remotely related, but I feel like there's not, there hasn't been enough of this guy, the oil baron. Oh, what's his name? Owen. Was it Owen? Oh, I think it was Olson. Olson. Yeah. Olson. There's not a, there wasn't just not enough of this Olson guy where I feel like it's going to come back in some way. Maybe not in the way I'm thinking, but you never know. Um, what did we think of Molly Park, her character? She was the podcaster. She was the one who had the, the worst, uh, I, Mary fucking kill. What a terrible name yeah. for a podcast. Listen, before, before I let you start talking, okay, why wouldn't people, why do they do fictional podcasts? They have to be the worst fucking names for podcasts. I swear to God, I can't yeah. ever like figure it out. Like why? 
it's not that hard to come up with a somewhat decent name to your show. But I digress. Yeah. What did you think of her? <laughs> um, I thought it was really cool that she actually did uh, one of her podcasts on Trinity. Yes. The Trinity Killer. What a scene. And that, uh, I don't want to spoil anything for anything, anybody, but part of it was spoiled for me. So um, I'm, I'm pretty curious as right. to what's going to happen. Wait, somebody spoiled episode five? Or no, like the rest I, of the season? I I was looking up something uh. and I saw not, I wasn't, I wasn't, it was on IMDb. I was trying to see a certain person in an episode and I saw another person mm -hmm. from the original series and I was like, damn it. So, I don't see this. so there, it has been put out there. Um, John Lithgow, who played the Trinity killer, Arthur Miller, uh, he was on the one of the morning shows, like the Today Show or whatever it is. Um, and oh, yeah, I don't listen to yeah, those, yeah. Well, so. no, I it was I, I was on YouTube and they taught because it was like it's the anniversary of Third Rock from the Sun, which was a sitcom yeah. he was on in the 90s. Yeah. And they also mentioned Trinity and how he's going to be back. And I was like, why would you drop that? Especially See, being that was spoiled so, for me. So there like, it is. Yeah. Like like John Lithgow is coming back somehow. Um, and of course you get to see, you just see his picture in this episode. And what a scene! So it's Harrison is sitting in the gym, you know, getting ready for wrestling, or he just got done, and he's listening to this podcast. Um, that's Molly, Molly Parks like murder podcast and there was an episode about the Trinity killer, which of course is the man who killed his mom and he knows that. So he's listening to her talk about it. And, and also she's a terror, like she's just terrible. Like I, I would not listen to her podcast. It's awful. I swear a lot in our podcast, but like, God, come on. <laughs> Hers is like, just there's like no, I feel like if you do a podcast like that, you have to kind of be sentimental, like not sentimental. I'm trying to think of the word like you can't. I feel like she just has no respect for who she's talking about. Like she's talking yeah. about how like in Trinity fucking slashed the mom and the kid was just fucking laying in the blood. And I was like, who, who would listen to this? Yeah. This is trash. This is a trash how podcast. Does that kid have to be? And it's like, yeah, that's hell? such a terrible. I wouldn't listen to it. Would listen if people leave me comments if you leave me a comment of what you think of this but would you listen to this podcast not not this one i hope you guys listen to the one we're doing right now but i mean the this fake one in the show it's terrible it's absolutely terrible but yeah she talks about the trinity killer and he's getting really emotional um about it because of course this is mom and he knows about everything that happened because he was there you could have cut you could have cut everything that she was saying out of it just watched it and still got the same yes. thing out of it. I think if you didn't hear anything she says, you just, you know, it. for one, it shows a picture of her. Um, which I think that's what kind of picks up the emotions for him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's a it's a tough scene to watch. But also I was just like, man, this chick sucks. I mean, she gets better when she's talking with Angela in a way. I guess she's probably my least favorite character of the show so far. She's just a little yeah. bit over the top. Like, I bet you I can guarantee there are podcasters out there that are like this but i feel it's a lot more rare than you think like i want to give a good example um halloween 2018 there was the the in the beginning of the movie there was the two podcasters that go to visit michael myers and then they meet laurie strode and then they end up dying but 
they were just they were a little bit too much too where it's like yeah they're paying like three thousand dollars just to talk to laurie strode and i'm like maybe but really <laughs> like it's yeah. i feel like they don't they don't know like there's so many podcasts out there in the world you can't like listen to one and just kind of you know create your own fictional one i am going way too far into this it just it just made me angry of how bad it is and that she's a popular podcast all right uh yeah so you know the kurt thing um is interesting to say the least um what did we think of the the dexter deb scenes throughout the episode i'm torn because i like her yelling at him mm-hmm. and and telling him how stupid he is and how he should figure it out but i also like her as that encouraging force saying don't don't think of him this way he didn't do it you know yes i i agree but then then he has to pull out that reasoning like hey i know what i'm doing i know blood splatter Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. sorry gotta prove you wrong sis i i love it that it's not just a you know him just saying it He's he demonstrates it. And of course, he uses Deb, who's not there. We have to remind people that every week Deb is dead. (laughs) It's it's his it's his just she's in his head. And. Yeah, I like how they go to the gym and he has to prove it to her and she's trying to she is trying her hardest to convince him that he's wrong. And he's like, mm-hmm. I did this. This was my job. I I can read blood like I can see something on the floor and know this isn't right. And I love that he that she stabs him and the blood goes to the side and immediately her face is just like, fuck. And then they go through the whole thing and it all matches up perfectly. And you're like, oh, boy. But you kind of have it. Like, did you have an idea like when it all happened that it might have been that way? Yeah. Just the way that he was acting, because you can kind of tell when he's telling the truth and kind of when he's like bullshitting. Yeah, he's got he's, got, because, he's like that really like somber, like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> and he was like over the top when uh, uh, when Dexter was asking him the questions like, uh, what hand did he hold the knife in? You know, right. he's like, he's he's just like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's I got, like, I got fucking stabbed. Like, how the, I don't remember. Yeah. Because it's almost like his, his voice didn't match his facial, mm-hmm. uh, facial emotion. Right. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where you know that Dexter is going to be facing off against Kurt at the end of this episode, or at, not at the end of this episode, but the end of the season. But is he also going to be up against, Harrison at the same time like is he going to go up against him or is Harrison going to like be like a, a partner in crime with Dexter like it's one of those you know I feel you we all know he's going to go down that path or Dexter is going to try to prevent it and really do something drastic I don't know I'm excited to see that but the the way that Harrison goes about it where he didn't just it didn't just happen and then he just ignored it like he goes to see Ethan at the hospital and he sees his parents and his mom is distraught and really, you know, you know, a lot of people be like, well, you know, it shouldn't. She was mad at him because she didn't tell him that he was like that he was doing bad stuff. 
And of course, that's just how a mother would be in that situation. Well, parents, you know, the father's kind of more chill, but he's upset too. He's like, I appreciate what you did, but I never want to like, I never want to see you again. Like never come around. So it's one of those things where he feels bad for how far Ethan went because he knew that it wasn't Ethan's fault. Like that's why he stands up to Zach and his friends in that in the auditorium. You guys bullied him for years, treated him like absolute shit. What did you think was going to happen? Like that's just the world we live in nowadays. I mean, you know, there's like I think in the last two days we've had two school shootings. Like, and who knows the reasonings behind them? But that's just how it is. You know, people need, like, people don't understand their, what they do, you know, just, I I can't even say simple bullying, like, you know, when, you know, when we were kids or we were teenagers, the the things that we would, you know, joke around with our friends about, you know, or, I don't know, man, bullying is just bullshit, and I can't stand, like, I like, the thing I like about the show is that I feel like the way that it goes about the bullying aspect of it is is more realistic than what you see in most other movies or shows that have bullies where it's like over the top like this is I feel a very accurate depiction of what you know bullying is and what the repercussions of it can be mm-hmm. like if it wasn't for Harrison this kid could have came in and done a lot of damage Zach and his friends could all be dead yeah. It's a serious situation. Don't bully. Be nice Please to don't. people. Because you I never know. That. It's not it's not cool. Mm-hmm. It is not cool. So so yeah, so um I'm trying to think. Like what else um what else am I did I miss? Did I go over everything? So oh yeah, it so Angela tells Dexter that she's not going to file charges against Harrison, even after Dexter kind of figures out everything. Like, he knows that Harrison's guilty, but you know, I feel Dexter is understanding of why Harrison did it in the first place. Because he's, you know, that's how Dexter did it. Dexter didn't just kill to kill. He killed people who deserved it. And even though Harrison didn't kill Ethan and didn't plan on killing Ethan, he prevented Ethan from becoming a really bad person Um, because even though he was bullied to get him to that point uh, you know if he came in and you know shot a bunch of kids then it makes him a really bad person (laughs) so he prevented all of all of the the future um, problems I should say Uh, Angela I did uh, we get the the scene where Molly Park comes to talk to Angela about Matt at first, but she won't give her much information. So she starts talking about the missing girls, all the missing uh, uh, native native girls um, that are plastered all over her bulletin board. And she talks about how she like, she literally whips out pictures of like a couple girls that are on her board. Like, well, she's here under a different name and she's here, you know, doing whatever. And it's like that easy. She's like, I can do more. The one thing I hated about that whole thing, the whole was her making a drink. Why? So yeah. dumb. 
this is what made me not like this character. I like like where she's coming from and she's going to help. And I I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what those two are going to do together. But like, why? Like, are you, like, why? We don't need that. Yeah. But. Because, like, this is so dumb. And then, of course, we get our, we get our, we get our Fred Jr. cameo. I don't want to call, I call it a cameo because literally he's only in these episodes for, like, 10 <laughs> seconds. And he's got his dog and he's like, I don't know what, why my dog's like this. And like, he's all over him. He's like, it's probably because he's got a cat's name. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, I gotta go That's empty hilarious. the dog. <laughs> oh, man so good um i think that's about it so we um we talked about kurt bringing the girl to the cabin so that's gonna be some it's gonna be interesting uh oh oh we can't we can't forget dexter going through harrison's room while harrison's at school and finds a straight razor in a little container, um, which is the weapon of choice for the Trinity killer. So where is that going to go? We shall see. Oh, it was hidden in a flashlight. That's right. Yeah. Which is, that was a, a cool hiding spot. But yeah, that's about it. Oh, and we get a, we get a cool little conversation between Kurt and Dexter earlier in the episode where, cause uh, Kurt brings, uh, a gift to Harrison for being the hero. That's why this episode is called H is for hero because Harrison is being praised as the hero for, you know, the whole incident between him and Ethan. So Kurt brings him a drone, a cool callback to, I think episode two where he's flying the drone around with uh, one of the, with the deputy who convinces him to go into wrestling and then they're outside like he leaves and um, Kurt and Dexter talk about Matt and, you know, Kurt's talking about how Kurt or he knows that Matt's a fuck up. You know, he's been trying so hard. He's like, I wish I just kind of let him figure his own shit out instead of uh, always bailing him out. And then Dexter mentions the boat accident and some information where Kurt kind of gets a little suspicious and even Dexter says certain things and he's like, I know it's not true in his head yeah and that was a cool little interaction but then you know it kind of all turns back around to you know them kind of having a, a, a good little conversation then kurt leaves but yeah the final final shot is the straight razor and then he dexter states oh he has my dark passenger and then it's over and i want more right now right <laughs> so <sighs> As we do at the end of every episode of Slice of TV, we're going to talk about our theories of what is coming up. It doesn't uh, listen. It's a th their theories. They're not going to be right. Well, most of them won't be right. But what do we think is going to happen in episode five? I don't even know the name. It's called Runaway, by the way. I have it up on Wikipedia. What do you, what do you think is going to? What are your theories? Honestly, I don't. I don't know at this point, other than it. Seeing the cabin and seeing Kurt go to the cabin mm -hmm. with that girl. Yeah. Is he going to, you know, keep her there? It's going to be interesting. Ooh, mm -hmm. ooh, I'm, I'm just excited. Yeah. I need more Harrison. 
right? I'm wondering if Dexter's going to confront Harrison about the straight razor or if he's going to kind of keep it all to himself and kind of spy on Harrison. Knowing him, he's probably going to keep it to himself. Like, oh, I didn't I didn't find this, so Yeah. Put it back and just kind of yeah. wait to see what happens. It's kind of how yeah. Dexter is. He always kind of plays it in the shadows until he knows that he's out in the open and has to play it that way. Uh but yeah. Yeah, I'm I think we're going to see some of the dark side of Kurt, like the real dark side like we have. But we really don't know if it's Kurt. You know, I still kind of have it in my head like there could be a a team going on or like the two the two richest people in the town have some weird freaking like some uh, J- Jeffrey Epstein type shit going on. Like I'm not it's not even a joke. Like I feel yeah. like that's some sort of um, like um, could be some no. sort of weird shit like that. And it's possible. The yeah. fact that we've seen this oil baron, this Olsen, I gotta keep I gotta call him his name. I keep calling him just the oil baron. I feel like what year are we in here? <laughs> I feel like he's he's got a monocle and a top hat. <laughs> All right, I got that oil baron. Um but yeah, we're gonna see I I just feel like we haven't seen him enough. And of course um, is Trinity going to make an appearance even though it, I don't understand I watched him die <laughs> he dies what the fuck <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do but I am so intrigued but that's going to be it for our conversation about Dexter New Blood episode 4 H is for Hero what did you think of episode 4 did you like it did you not like it leave a comment down below and make sure to like and subscribe to the channel because we are inching closer and closer and closer to those 100 subscribers we're at 55 right now and we need 100 so we can get our custom url also we just got a lot of awesome uh people viewing our our videos which is great um yeah so this will be out wednesday and then our podcast about ghostbusters 2016 will be out on friday so you guys got a lot of videos this week i hope you guys enjoy uh ghostbusters our ghostbusters afterlife talk And as for Slice of TV, we will be back next week to talk about episode five of Dexter New Blood. Until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Angela from DNA Gaming. And we'll see you all next week. Bye.